0: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you're tuning in from, welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased, as I always am, that you are all here with us today. We've got another wonderful show in store for you. I I hope you will enjoy it. Of course, you know, we always do our best to bring you the most interesting, fascinating people who can help give you a different perspective on life. Um, I, I also, before I begin the show, I just want to give a big shout out. Um, to my my friends and colleagues in the Evolutionary Business Council, we ran a wonderful deep dive this past weekend on the future of technology and leadership. We had wonderful speakers, a great turnout. Um, it was a very impactful weekend. Um, we got some tremendous feedback from all the attendees. Uh, I, I really appreciate everyone who came out. I appreciate the speakers and. Uh, hopefully uh uh, we'll see where it leads us to in the future but i'm hoping it'll it'll lead to some really uh, wonderful stuff okay so without further ado let's get started of course as i always do starting off with the little section of my book everyday awakening um i think i've only got about four sections left so we're getting real close to the end of the book um still got to figure out what am i going to do afterwards so Let me know uh, how you would like me to uh, begin my show in the future uh, once I finish going through the book. I would love to hear your comments and suggestions. You can always reach me at Sam at The Conscious Consultant. All right, today's section is entitled, Surrender is About Life, Allowing Life to Lead Us. Surrender is not about giving up. It is not about giving in. It is not about quitting. It is about allowing life to be our guide. It is about listening to the whispers of the universe. It is about giving up control and expectation. When we surrender, we release resistance. We stop forcing things to go a certain way. We allow a greater intelligence to show us the way. We can surrender and still have our sovereignty, still have choice, still have agency in our lives. Yet if we truly surrender to the ebb and flow of life, we begin to feel more at ease. Life becomes less hard. And without realizing it, we begin to receive more, more of what we want, more joy, more happiness, more abundance. Ultimately, we are surrendering something deep within us, something that is innately connected to the fabric of the universe that is below the level of our awareness. It is submerged within the depths of our soul and on a level of the fabric of life itself. How do we surrender to this aspect of ourselves? By letting go of the need to be right. By letting go of the need to be first. By letting go of the need to be in control. By allowing what is to just be without judgment. By allowing what is to unfold as it wants to. By seeing the perfection in everything, even when it is not what we would choose. Surrendering is a path to peace. The sooner we surrender, the sooner we will be at ease. Where in your life can
1: you find more peace by surrendering? So uh, this is something
0: that I kind of, I came to a few years ago, you know, after I started really doing the ceremonial work and doing some really
1: deep inner work around this idea of surrendering. And,
0: you know, in Western civilization, this idea of surrendering has kind of a negative connotation to it. It's kind of like, well, if we're surrendering, we're giving up our authority, we're we're, we're giving up on ourselves, we're giving up on on what we want.
1: And what I realized was that all of that societal program was really all backwards.
0: It's all based on a very materialistic, physical, very sort of short-sighted in a way, perspective on life. It's a very ego-driven idea that giving up is a bad thing because our ego doesn't like to give up.
1: But what I've discovered for myself in my own life is that when I give up, when I let go of what I'm holding on to so tightly,
0: usually when I'm holding on to it so tightly, it's not even coming. It's not there. I don't have it.
1: And when I, I let go of that grasping, that it makes room for life to bring me something even better than what I was grasping at something even more profound. And I realized that surrendering, it's not about giving up control. Because the act of surrendering is an active act. We're in control. We don't have to surrender. It's a choice. Yet when we do surrender, what are we surrendering
0: to? We're not surrendering to another person. We're not surrendering to some, you know, uh, individual who's more powerful than we are, any other nonsense like that. Surrendering
1: is an internal process. It's surrendering to life itself. It's surrendering to the magic that the universe can bring to us. It's surrendering to our mental idea that things should be different than what they are. And of course, when we're in pain, when we're
0: suffering from trauma, when we're triggered, when there's all kinds of things going on that don't feel good and we just want to get past it and we just want to be done with it this idea of surrender can be very challenging i mean when things are going well yeah it's easy to surrender yeah everything's great life is wonderful i can surrender that but it doesn't
1: work that way when we surrender we have to surrender to all of life not just to the good parts of life. We have to surrender to the pain, the misfortune, the, the disappointments, the fact that maybe our life isn't exactly the way we mentally think it should be. But it's so interesting, and I've seen it with many people I've worked with over the years, that once we
0: surrender, we let go of our expectations, we let go of our desire to control things and to make things the way
1: we think they should be, that suddenly life gets easier. That suddenly things start coming to us that feed us and uplift us, that that help us in ways that we could never have imagined before. And it's like, oh, gee,
0: I wish I had surrendered sooner. Like, if this is what it took to bring all the things that I wanted, why
1: didn't I surrender sooner? It's such a paradox. Because we think that I mean, we have to effort, we have to force. We have to use, you know, force instead of sinking into where our true power lies. And so I wrote this section because I just wanted to share with people what I felt inside. And, and, it, and it's really kind of funny because when I look back over my life, and I don't mean just like the last 10 years or so, but when I look back over the last 40, 50 years, one of the things that I always did in an almost unconscious way was I surrendered to what life was putting in front of me. And it was not always easy. It was challenging. There were very
0: hard times and i and and to be honest, I didn't always deal with things the best way. I didn't always
1: truly give in and surrender. I surrendered to a point, but not fully. but it was a process, but it was something that I I feel like when I look over my life,
0: I did more than most people coming from the kind of background that I came from. And so sometimes people ask me, what's my superpower? And I say my superpower is I surrender to life. I just let life take me where it wants to take me. And and I just allow myself to go along for the ride. Doesn't mean I don't have goals. Doesn't mean I don't have desires. Doesn't mean I don't have intentions. And there aren't things that I want to
1: happen. And it doesn't mean I surrender all the time. I'm a human being. I resist surrendering like everyone else. But it's reminders like this that help to remind me of the magic. And the beauty in surrendering to life. And so I I hope this resonates with you in in some way. And that maybe
0: even encourages you a little bit to try surrendering a little bit more in your own life and, and seeing what happens. And if you do, I would love to hear about it. So your mission, should you choose to accept it? Try surrendering to life this week and, and let me know what happens
1: over the next week
0: while you're trying to surrender and, and, and share with, uh, with me, with your friends, with people you know, what happens when you really, really, in your heart of hearts, surrender to life and be very curious to hear. All right. So again, that's the section of my book. The section is entitled Surrender is about allowing life to lead us. And that's in my, from my book, Everyday Awakening, which you can get at www.everydayawakeningbook.com. And of course... Uh, You know, if you want to get it from your small independent bookstore, please do. Just ask them to order it. We're in major distributors, so any small independent bookstore should be able to order it for you. Just ask for Everyday Awakening by Sam Leibowitz. Okay, so let's get on with the show. We just got a couple of minutes. So let me, uh, before we go to break, introduce you to my guest this week, because I am so pleased to welcome to the show coach, mentor, speaker, author, meditation advocate, and teacher, Ipek Williamson. With a passion for guiding people through the complexities of modern life, Ipek specializes in helping overwhelmed individuals harness a profound sense of peace and harmony. Very much in alignment with we're talking just talking about her coaching methodology draws inspiration from core values mental fitness and mind mastery allowing her clients to unearth their latent potential she adeptly navigates them through the turbulent waters of change enabling them to embrace transformations with unwavering confidence and boundless joy all on their own terms. Her impact extends beyond her coaching prowess with a portfolio of over 80 acclaimed meditations on the Insight Timer app. She shares her wisdom and leads live meditation sessions, capturing captivating audiences with her soothing presence and transformative guidance. Her influence transcends individual interactions. She brings her transformative teachings to life through workshops, courses, and training sessions tailored for individuals, groups, teams, and corporations alike. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour,
1: IPEC.
2: Thank you very much, Sam. I just want to... Correct one thing though, my name is pronounced as Ipek.
1: <laughs>
0: Ipek. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I usually
2: it's so it's so I, okay.
0: <laughs> I, I usually always ask ask my guests before we, we go live like how to pronounce the name, but I I, I just uh, you know, I'm I'm very visual guy. So Epek, I'm so sorry. Let yes, M- me ask, <laughs> w- where are you originally from? What kind of name is Ipek?
2: Yes. Uh, well, it's not a surprise that you mispronounced it because it's not a very common name, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm originally from Turkey, Istanbul, I was born in Istanbul, okay. Turkey, and it's a Turkish name. And it means silk in my mother tongue. And um, I moved to Canada 16 years ago. So uh, I'm uh, both Canadian and a Turkish citizen now. And I'm uh, married to a Canadian uh, amazing uh, man. <laughs> so hence my last name is very much yes. <laughs> English. It's Williams.
0: <laughs> so I, I got to know now that you've opened the can of worms. Yeah. So what's your, your Turkish, what's your maiden last name?
2: Oh. It was özülkü. It's a very difficult word, Wow, wow,
1: Wow.
0: wonderful, wonderful. Well, I love it. I I love all cultures around the world. I I just find them so fascinating for their differences and for their similarities.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Turkey is a very Mediterranean country and uh, very similar to uh, cultures of Italy, Spain, Greece, yeah
0: yeah yes I've, I've only been in the in the turkish airport on my way to israel um, uh-huh. but but i actually really look forward to visiting turkey one day mm. and, and seeing the sites I've, I've had I'm so many people i know have been there um mm. it's, so, so i'm just curious we're, we're a little over time but i just got to ask you one question before we go to our first sure. break and that is um was this um Pull towards like meditation and and coaching and and, and this kind of stuff. Was this something that was always with you or is this something that kind of developed later in life for you?
2: It developed later, uh, but uh, since I was uh, a younger uh, adult, uh, I had an interest in uh, like law of attraction and uh, the secret and all that kind of um, concepts. But uh, later in life, I was an executive assistant over 20 years. Uh, but then I, uh, I left my career. And uh, when I was looking for something else while already meditating for a few years, um, it was a kind of um, obvious choice for me because I have been uh, coaching with so many people already. So uh, it was later in life a few years ago, but um, I was getting ready for that for all my life.
0: Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Let's, let's go to break real quick. And, and when we come back, let, let's talk about sort of that process of how you went from being an executive assistant to a meditation teacher and, and sort of what that was like for you and what you've learned in the process. Okay. Sure. Wonderful. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern. And we will be right back with our guest, Epek Williamson, in just a moment.
4: Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Marabrothu, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fridays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc.
5: What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape thriving companies from startups to establish businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc, Fridays at noon Eastern, and Intangify your business today.
4: Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.
0: Welcome back to um, the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity. And we're speaking this hour with Epec Williamson. Um, so, Epec, I mean, you had a relatively normal career, right? executive assistant, you know, working in, in sort of normal environment. You had started meditating, and then you you just when you left um um you you had already started meditating, but what was it that when you left being an executive assistant kind of like drew you towards like maybe i should learn more about this or maybe i should move more in this direction like what was it that was kind of either nudging you that way or or pulling you in a strong fashion that way
2: um some uh my uh, leaving my uh leaving my uh career as an executive assistant after 20 years was not uh my choice <laughs> but uh, it was a, a, like a a result of some um un, uh unhappy events let's say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh so um at the end i i, I told that story in uh, in the book uh mission hope uh where i i wrote a chapter about that that whole experience and um how it impacted me uh how um I felt like my identity was taken away from me, uh, and then I I went into a quite some a deep, deep uh, depression uh, period, even though it was okay. short. And um, to get out of that, I was uh, meditating really uh, religiously every day, multiple times, and uh, trying to uh, find my next path because. Uh, I knew that uh, that uh, door was closed to me. I was not able to even go for um, interviews um, because it was like kind of PTSD for me. Mm, uh, yeah. So um, I I realized that I have to find another path for myself and uh, meditating and meditating and asking the question, what's next, what's next, what's next? What's next? And one day... Uh, I remember like yesterday, uh, I was meditating in in our backyard porch and said, um, be patient. So I literally heard that. And then um, I said, okay, then I'm going to be patient. And very soon after, um, some people started to uh, show up in my reality and Uh, Soon enough, uh, I was nudged toward creating a practice as a coach. And to do that, get the uh, training, obviously. So I started my training. I started my training as a coach and also as a meditation teacher. And then. right away uh i started to connect with uh, clients and uh, mm-hmm. since then i never stopped i loved it i i mm-hmm. it's i found out that uh meditation and coaching are my ikigai uh, i don't know if you are familiar with that word but that's those things are teaching meditation and coaching people is really the things that light me up
0: right right
2: so it's it's my uh north Star. yeah yeah that's how <laughs> yeah. I started
0: y- your happy place right so yes, it is but it's a different experience between just being a meditator yourself and then actually teaching meditation mm-hmm. and so I'm mm-hmm. curious when you started teaching it like, what did you see in the people that came to you? Like, why were they coming to you? And, and how
1: did meditation help mm-hmm. them with whatever they were dealing with at the moment?
2: So uh, the reason why I uh, wanted become, to become a, a meditation teacher was, um, I, and also more so an advocate of meditation, because mm-hmm. I must say, it really literally saved me it uh, like going through those hard times it was my go-to and saved me so well that I wanted other people to benefit from the same Mm. Uh, because I know everybody is going through hard times in their lives and there is a tool that is available free of charge for everyone uh, that uh, they can uh, benefit from so I thought uh, going from 2020 to 21, my new year resolution was, I want to touch 10,000 people through meditation. And I didn't know how at all. Uh, But I was uh, studying meditation and teaching meditation. uh, But I didn't know how i'm going to connect with that many people mm-hmm. and then uh, another uh, friend of mine uh, who he she's a, a yoga nidra teacher and a coach she mentioned to me uh, the inside timer app.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and and the moment she did that i'm going uh, to to other people i'm going to connect with other people and teach them meditation and right away i started my process of application as a teacher mm-hmm. and it's been over 2 years now uh, i have 5000 followers there i do two twice oh. a week live sessions uh, i have over 80 meditations uh, like published there and over 150000 times they they were played wow. so so uh, it was uh, really a miracle that it came right in front of me, and I took it. I Ooh. surrendered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The sur- surrender comes in. That's amazing. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, okay, Ipek, Um we're going to take another quick break. And when we yeah. come back, I'd like to talk about, like, what are the benefits of meditation? And like, how Mm -hmm. can meditation help people today? Because I see today, like so much is changing, Uh, futures Mm -hmm. are so uncertain. Mm -hmm. And and let's just talk about I mean, some of the benefits are obvious, but like, how does meditation really support people to get through sort of a challenging time where there's so much Mm -hmm. change going on, and and people don't know, like, what things are going to be like in a year or two years from now. Okay wonderful so everyone please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity and we will be right back with our guest in just a moment
6: are you passionate about the conversation around racism hi i'm reverend dr tlc host of the dismantle racism show which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc.
7: In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle?
0: Welcome back. So, Ipek, you've been through a very difficult time in your in your life, and a lot of people right now are mm-hmm. feeling very uncertain, uh, really <clears throat> not sure where things are going, what's going on. How how can meditation how how can they that help them to really, you know, face all of these challenges and 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 deal with challenging times when we don't even know where we're going anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for this question, uh, because um, I'm a change champion, I call myself as a change champion and I really love change and uncertainty, (laughs) unlike uh, most of people, uh, because when I look at uh, uncertainty uh, or change, I see possibilities and opportunities instead of challenges. Uh, But uh, I am an exception, of course, uh, because uh, the human mind doesn't like to deal with uncertainty. Uh, In general, we want to know what is on the horizon and what will happen next, what we can expect. Because uh, we like to feel secure and security comes with certainty. And if we know uh, what will happen, even if it might be something negative, we can get ready for it. We can start the process of accepting it and looking uh, for a way of living with it. But if we don't know what will happen, where we will be in a few weeks or months, that gives us anxiety and worry. And uncertainty uh, involves operating in unknown situations where the consequences are completely unpredictable. And these kinds of risks uh, make us uncomfortable. But overall, we know that uh, they can be managed and potentially influenced. Uh, Actually, if we didn't, uh, then there would be no one, no entrepreneurs starting new businesses every day or people making any kind of big decisions like emigrating to another country just like I did more than a decade Mm -hmm. ago or starting a new life in a brand new city, changing careers and so on. Uh, And um, one of the biggest challenges we have in coping with uncertainty is anxiety. And being faced with the uh, unknown is scary and it is uncomfortable because we are not in a space that we know and we can control, as you said before, like surrender and control, uh, like, because we want to be in control of things and whenever things get out of control we have difficulty to where uh, meditation and mindfulness comes come into play play is that um it really helps us to um deal with our fears uh, embrace the uncertainty and um see it as something that keeps us uh, on our toes. And uh, in my vision, in my uh, like perspective, it really brings me excitement about mm-hmm. the, my role in whatever uh, is in my future. Um, so we can choose to see uncertain times as an opportunity to challenge ourselves in terms of being flexible, creative and excited. And we can choose to be positive and motivate ourselves thinking and believing that whatever is coming our way will bring us goodness, happiness and peacefulness only by being in that state of mind will help us to deal with it. And, In order to deal with uncertainty, as I said, like um, meditation has been for me like a medication, really, Mm -hmm. uh, because um, it really removed the notion of fear from my system. And because I could do that myself, I know that everybody can. can. Because my uh, belief is if one person could do something, I can do that too. And it's the mm. same for everyone in the world. We are all made of the same cloth and uh, we all have same capabilities. Uh, as long as we choose to um, go for them, like not uh, like throw uh, soil on top of it, but excavate yeah. and bring them uh, to the surface. Uh, and so 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 let me ask you a few strategies
0: um yeah Yeah, i want to ask you so like how would you recommend somebody start with meditation Mm -hmm. or how would you recommend they 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 sort of start on this path when they're in the middle of like some crisis or some change or something that's that's causing them some anxiety
2: um there are quite a few um things that i can uh offer or uh recommend uh, first of all uh, there is no one uh, right way of meditation there are as many as the number of people in the world right. so uh, everyone's uh recipe or uh, everyone's uh, prescription is uh, different so whatever uh, resonates with you uh, is the best but uh, if uh, I I even wrote a a book about it. It's called uh, Live Your Life in a Meditative
1: State. Uh,
2: And in that short and sweet uh, ebook, easy and effortless ways of meditation, because uh, there are so many myths in people's minds around meditation. Oh, I have to be quiet. I have to keep my mind quiet for this this uh, time period I have to sit still I have to sit up tall and uh, in the lotus position for 20 30 50 minutes Uh, no it doesn't have to be that way and you can even start with a few uh, mindful breaths even taking a few seconds per day and starting with that, when I uh, work with uh, clients who never meditated before, I ask them to meditate one minute per day, ah. one minute, and and it could be just take keep, like taking uh, really conscious breaths. That's all, and I don't let them go more than one minute.
1: Oh, it's,
2: interesting. It, one minute. You're not going to go two minutes.
1: Yeah.
2: Because by doing that, I invoke some kind of, okay, I want to do more. Next time they come and I want to do more. Can I go to two minutes? And because coming, pull if that you want to uh, create Uh, the willingness to i am telling them them to do that so um meditation builds up it builds up in our uh, system really just like a medication that we take uh, for a long while and then it starts uh, working really so um those are things that i uh, implement
0: Very cool. Very cool. I love that idea of just start with one minute and and don't go any longer and then maybe two minutes and then maybe three Mm -hmm. minutes and and build it up slowly but surely. And I agree, like so many people have this preconception of what meditation is and how do you do it. and, And it's really much more flexible and much more varied than people's idea. And uh, you know, like I like, I live next to Central Park, so I love to take a walking meditation and go in the park and walk and just be mindful and present to the trees and the grass and the nature around me, so that it, it it doesn't have to be just a sitting still meditation, right?
2: Yes, yes. There are so many ways. Even eating, like savoring something, one bite of chocolate. Yeah. or uh, or chore meditation like there are so yeah. many things that we do daily that could we can turn them into uh, mindful moments yeah pockets of time during our day
0: right right uh, I, I used to joke with my wife back when I would iron my own shirts I was like this is my ironing meditation
2: Yes, yes. I have a friend actually. Uh, she, her the ironing is her one of her meditation methods because she says she feels every, anything that puts you in a state of flow mm. is a way of meditation and mindfulness. So, um we are already most of us are already doing it without knowing. So what I'm bringing into the equation is being more mindful and doing it intentionally.
0: Right, right. And that I think is really the key. It's being intentional. It's Mm -hmm. like before you go to engage in it, like taking a moment to go like, "Mm, okay, this is going to be a practice. I'm going to be working. I'm being more present and more mindful during this practice, I'm about to do whatever the practice is. And that when we bring that, that sort of higher state of awareness to it, like, then it can really serve us in a lot of different ways is what you're saying.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you know what, there is also another uh, tool that I uh, recently uh, started to use, because I'm also a, a positive intelligence coach, positive wow. intelligence brings like two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, three times two minutes, uh, mindfulness exercises, that for people who don't want to sit for longer uh, time periods to meditate, there mm. is that
1: too.
0: Mm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm curious, when someone comes to you, and they have some challenge, and you give them some kind of meditation practice, Mm-hmm. How long does it usually take before you see a change in them, or before they see a change in themselves? Like, how long before they really start to feel like, "Oh my God, I, it, I feel so different now"?
2: It's really, it really depends on the person, uh, but um, you know, I because I'm a meditation teacher, it doesn't mean I uh, implement meditation with everybody. Right. Uh, it's so tailor-made. Uh, my coaching uh, approach is very much uh, personal. Uh, so we build the uh, best, uh, best recipe, <laughs> best prescription that mm-hmm. works for them. So, um, but but in general, what I see is. Um, if they are serious, and they really want to bring like bring a difference change in their lives into their lives, uh, we see a change within one to two months.
0: Ah, Okay, one to two months. So yeah, that's a typical thing, like a a new habit takes about 30 days for you to really start to notice something and 90 days to really solidify it, right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. It's time for us to take our last break of the show. And when we come back, um, let, let's let talk about, um, you know, where do you see things going for yourself? And and like, where your clients are taking you? Like, are there people showing up that are challenging you in different ways? Or, or, or are you seeing like some different Uh, types of things that people are showing up with compared to when you first started teaching meditation uh, and and coaching with people Um, just want to get a sense of sort of the, the shift over time okay
7: sure
0: Awesome. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and LinkedIn and Twitch TV. And of course, on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. local time in Palm Springs, California. And we will be right back to wrap it all up with our guest, Epek Williamson, in just a moment.
5: What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape thriving companies from the startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today.
1: So
0: Ipek, I'm, I'm just wondering from when you started coaching people and guiding people as a meditation a- advocate to today, have you seen a
1: shift in what people are coming to you for, or is, is it really all the same thing? Because um, I know sometimes uh, uh, when we
0: start, it's people well, show up. Well,
2: um, because I love to work Yes. sorry go ahead yeah, no i was saying uh well i don't see much of a change uh, per se but um i found out uh, that because you know when you start your career as a coach uh you want to uh, see what is my niche and uh who who i am the most beneficial for um but uh, in my case I changed a few uh, paths, and then my niche found me. So mm-hmm. it's what I uh, believe anyway. In anyway, as I said, I like to go for the things that pull me rather than I push to right. create. So uh, and then change and uncertainty uh, came uh, to me as my main focus point because, uh, especially during COVID there was so much change and uncertainty going on in the world and people losing their jobs, like getting uh, almost losing their homes and all kinds of uh, situations. So uh, I helped many people go through those uh, hard times and uh, get to the other side uh, with solutions that they come up with through their uh, insights. That's uh, that's why, for example, my uh, training was, I'm a certified insight coach. What Mm. I try to do is um, helping my clients to come up with their own solutions Mm. rather than me telling them what to do. uh, I like them to come up with the solutions that that are uh, best for them for that specific situation. So that um, they learn how to deal with uh, future uh, situations, future problems when they show up. Like, I I don't like to give them the fish, I want to teach them how to fish. So, uh, but um, there are a few things, now that we are at the uh, last end of our uh, conversation, um before leaving, I want to give a few uh, things, uh, a few uh, tips Mm -hmm. uh, to the uh, listeners, uh, because um, it's not easy, it's hard to not know what uh, future holds. Uh, And if movie soundtracks uh, have taught us one thing, it's that it can rain, it can, it cannot rain all the time, and the sun will come out tomorrow but the hard part is knowing how to stay strong until the storm passes so uh, i have a few uh, tips Um, first of all i am talking to whoever is listening right now accept that some situations are beyond your control it's easier said than done of course but there is a reason why acceptance is the last stage of grief. We have to cycle through all of our other emotions before we reach that point. Denial, anger, bargaining, sadness, all play a role in getting to acceptance. So try to get there. Try to accept. Also, another thing, allow yourself time to grieve and feel all the feelings. I am um, I never say... Um, it's okay, it's going to be fine. No, feel your feelings, accept them, and sit with it. Uh, any loss, be it human, a beloved pet, or even your life savings can cause grief. And so get mad, feel sad, scream out to the universe that you will do anything to reverse this strategy tra- uh, tragedy. Uh, once you cycle through all your feelings, possibly a few times even, then you will be ready to accept that there are things in this world that you can't control and find your inner strength to face them. Um, Another one uh, that I share is uh, never be afraid of asking for help.
7: Mm.
2: Being strong doesn't mean you never need help, quite the opposite actually. Uh, it's understanding that sometimes we can't do everything on our own so recognizing that some problems are too big for one person is one of the best ways to stay strong during tough times all of us at some time or other we need help and whether uh, we are giving or receiving help each one of us has something valuable to bring to this world so um be ready to help others and be ready to ask for help it's not a weakness it's a strength right. i always and, saw it as a strength
0: and 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 by showing our vulnerability that we need help actually shows how strong we are that that we're willing to be vulnerable
2: absolutely absolutely but one other thing that i'm uh, i really um Use myself in my own life and also uh, suggest my clients to do uh, reframing, reframing the negative thoughts, Uh, faking happiness. Uh, Think about how you can genuinely and survive this loss. It's too much to bear. Reframe it too. I have survived losses before and made it true. So I will get through this too. And uh, so it's so in line with uh, what you uh, talked about. And I really love the part that you read uh, about surrender uh, because I'm a real believer of uh, surrendering to what life brings us rather than trying to push things or control things. Um, Everything happens for a reason. When we see the change or uncertainty or something like a a rug pulled out of ourselves, um, we need to see this is happening for a reason. And it is happening for me, not to me. I am not a victim. Mm -hmm. And I went through many things I will get through this too and everything will be okay I am safe
0: yeah yeah wonderful wonderful well Ipek unfortunately we're coming to the end of the show and I wanted to make sure you had a chance to uh, let people know how they can get in touch with you if someone wants to learn more about your work and experience it How, how do they find you
2: Well, I am everywhere on social media. If they uh, Google my name, Ipek Williamson, I'm all social media outlets. Uh, Also, my website is uh, ipekwilliamsoncoaching.com. And um, I am on Insight Timer. I have live sessions twice a week. And um, I would love to have everyone joining me on Wednesdays and Sundays.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, EPEC. A pleasure to have you on my show today. Yes. Uh, I, I hope things go well for you. And I look forward to hearing about your future successes as, as more things uh, come to you naturally.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Of course, of course. And thank you, my loyal listeners for tuning in every week, as always. Without you, there is no show. I so appreciate you all. Um, I appreciate uh, all the people who are subscribing to us on on Apple Podcasts and and leaving us reviews. And just as a reminder, if you missed any part of today's show, you can always catch the replay on talkradio.nyc. And uh, the video you'll find on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. And you can always find the podcast on Apple and Google and Spotify and Pandora and iHeartRadio and Amazon Music on all your favorite podcasting platforms. And if there's any podcasting platform that you use that you can't find the Conscious Consultant Hour on, let me know and we will make sure to get it up on there. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget, 5 p.m. Eastern time today, Frank Harrison in his show, Frank About Health. And tomorrow, of course, our Friday block of shows, Philanthropy and Focus, Always Friday and Tangify. And our newest show, The Hard Skills with Dr. Mirror Branku A wonderful, wonderful show. I hope you tune in for that one. Thank you all for tuning in. Take care. We'll talk to you all next week. <music>
4: See, uplift,
6: educate, empower.
4: Are you a high achieving, growth oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Marabranco, host of The Hard Skills on TalkRadio.nyc at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fridays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern on TalkRadio.nyc.
0: That's the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc.
7: In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us.
6: Are you passionate about the conversation around racism?